to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hello and welcome to this week's Z2A podcast from the Future Toolbox. I am Mark and this is Jules. Hello. So this week's letter we have, Y is for your life, not someone else's. Interesting. So I have a question to kick off. Do you suffer from CWS? CWS. I know what that stands for. That stands for Celebrity Worship Syndrome. So do you suffer from that? And it's a recently identified psychological condition. And apparently it's believed that one in three people are so obsessed with someone in the public eye that that obsession affects their daily life. That's amazing because psychologists at the University of Leicester say the number of sufferers from some form of CWS It's also called mad icon disease. It's (laughs) actually increasing. Wow, we're becoming more and more obsessed with the celebrity nation. Mad icon disease. Not mad cow, mad icon. It's amazing. (laughs) That's unreal. Do you know, though, in reality, there's nothing wrong with following your favourite superstars, as long as you do it in moderation. And it's important to make sure that you focus more on your life and the things that you're in control of, really, do you think? You are spot on. And a great example of this is when we go to schools and we talk to teenagers about their role models, a lot of people will mention Elon Musk, for example. When I say to somebody, why do you like Elon Musk? He was the chief executive officer of Twitter. Students in schools generally don't go on Twitter, but they love Elon Musk. (laughs) Why do you love Elon Musk? (laughs) Yeah, why do you love him? Because he's rich. Ah, that is quite often the pull, isn't it? Especially when you're young and vulnerable and impressionable. The fact that they are rich and famous, that's where you begin that obsession with following them because you think that that's what you want to be. Yep, and the obsession's not with the person, it's with the money and the actual amounts of money. So we get another one as well. People mention Richard Branson. Again, you challenge him and you say, well, who is Richard Branson? What do you admire about him? Well, I admire him because he's rich. But they don't say, oh, I admire him because he set up a business empire. He gave lots of opportunities to different people. Or this is how he set his business empire up. This is what I would like to do in my own empire. It's just, I want that sort of money. Well, let's have a little look at CWS versus role models. So is the celebrity that you worship, is that simply an obsession with them because they're rich, they're famous, or... Is it because they are a role model? Is it what they do and represent a good influence on you? That's a really good point, isn't Mm. it? So basically, if it's a role model, that should be someone who has a positive influence on your life and inspires you and others to imitate their good behaviour. Now, celebrities can be fantastic role models and you'll find that probably 99% of them have worked really hard to be where they are today. However, if the celebrity is your obsession rather than role model, this is no longer a positive influence on your life. That observation's spot on. And we've actually written quite a lot of this in that book. Don't get your neck tattooed. (laughs) There is a chapter called Why is for your life, of course, which is where we're taking a lot of this information from. 
you can lose sight of who you truly are if you focus on the negative influences or the obsessions. But what you could do instead is looking at the good habits of these people and turning them into role models by taking their life lessons and seeing how you can incorporate them into your life. For example, I'm going to mention the film that we saw at the weekend, Bank of Dave. Oh, The Bank of Dave. What an amazing film and story. Isn't it just? If you don't know what The Bank of Dave is, it's about a guy called Dave who set up a bank. I love titles that are really (laughs) self-explanatory. Keep things simple. Now, The Bank of Dave, Dave basically was a really, really successful business owner who built up a business from scratch in Burnley in Lancashire. He started helping people out by giving them loans given them money towards expenses that they maybe couldn't afford. And this was all in the last financial crisis that we had back in 2007. Now, the banker Dave is brilliant because Dave came from nothing to something and then gave back to people. So he, to me, would be a role model because now I know of this guy. I want to go and research of how he actually started his empire, what habits he employed to become a very successful and respected person, And then how he set the business up of the bank. And there's a little bit in the story of how he became regulated to run a bank legally. Actually, it was really quite interesting to find out a little bit about how the banks are regulated. I think it was something like over 150 years since the last bank was set up because it's so controlled. It is. And there was a great analogy in the film about Dave was the little independent trader and the banks were supermarkets. And the regulation of the financial services industry were favouring the supermarkets and not the independent guys. And Dave fought that off and set up his bank. So if you haven't watched it, we're going to plug the banker Dave. (laughs) Honestly, watch it. It's a great film and a really heartwarming story of one person overcoming obstacles to achieve the goal that he wanted. And the goal was to help everybody else. Yeah, go the underdog. I love the underdog. And also read, don't get your neck tattooed, wise for your life. Got to plug that one in there because we're also the small independent business as well. (laughs) But you were saying about you wanted to research a little bit about him. But I think in terms of being like Dave or being able to be yourself and staying true to yourself or being authentic, because I think that's one of the key words about how to be yourself is to be authentic. There's all sorts of things to look at. For example, you could start with looking at what are your values in life? Oh, I'm going to pick a word that you said there. One of the key words was authentic. And I'm going to stay on us and big us up even more. (laughs) Now, one thing that a lot of people say they like about us in our business is we're authentic. So whether it's reading one of our books, listening to one of our podcasts or watching one of our videos or even a a live session that we deliver, people always say, we love you guys because you're you. You are who you are on and off camera, so to speak. Yeah, getting that feedback that we are authentic really is important to us because that is one of our core values, isn't it? Now, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we are supposed to be and embracing who we actually are and to get that feedback is just brilliant for us isn't it it's lovely isn't it I guess the way of simplifying that is be yourself yes yeah be you (laughs) and we're great at telling people what we're rubbish at and we're not always great at telling people what we're good at so find all those things that you're really really good at enhance and embrace them and move them forward 
Yeah, that's really difficult to do when you're a young person, isn't it? Because very often as a child growing up, we get influenced, well, by our own parents or teachers or even maybe religion or whatever to almost fit in with society and live to a set of rules or practices. And therefore, we end up having those beliefs and thoughts. That desire to fit in becomes really hard then to actually be the authentic you, isn't it? That's where CWS comes in, celebrity worship syndrome, because the celebrities then are made to look like a certain person that we have to conform to. And that works with us as adults as well, doesn't it? It does, it does. And then we can always take it back to values as living your life by your values and your beliefs, not ones that you've been given as a child, but what you actually value as a person and how you want to live your life And I guess that kind of works with your goals. So your values are your goals. And goal setting is one of our favourite topics, isn't it? And how many people set a goal because they feel it's something they have to set? Going back to the Elon Musk example, I need to be like Elon Musk because he's got a lot of money. That is the goal that a lot of people set. What are our core values? If we're looking at the future toolbox, for example, now we've just said we get told we're authentic. That has always been a core value of ourselves to be authentic. Yes. Now, only this week, we've been working on some rebrands for our website and we came up with a values acronym, which is Milo. (laughs) And obviously, Milo is our lovely character in our logo. And he comes to all of our sessions, doesn't he? And he's always smiling. (laughs) So the Milo acronym is mindset, intention, learning and outcome. And there's certainly some values that we withhold when we're helping people set their goals and achieve the things that they want in their lives. So the first word there was mindset. What do we do around mindset? Generally, all of our sessions and a lot of the work that we do when we're working with either teenagers or community groups is around that mindset and developing that what we call the growth mindset it's turning negative into positive so it's about the language that you speak to yourself or you use in all of your daily life so like turning the i can't into i can for example that's a good example the next one's i for intention which is all around setting your goals and our first podcast of the year was actually around new year's intentions and not new year's resolutions yeah And the intentions are what it is that you want to be. So it's a big part of your goals. It's a big part of your values. And it's a big part of how you present yourself to other people and how other people will see you. And they can see clearly that your intention is to be authentic and to be yourself. And L is for learning which is all about personal development. And everything we do is personal development tool related. (laughs) Everything. Absolutely everything. Now, people get learning mixed up with sitting in an exam and they think to learn something, you have to sit an exam at the end of it, especially teenagers, because that's what they're conditioned to think at school. And again, it goes back to conditioning the mind. But you actually learn the stuff in the lessons, in the coursework, from the teachers, from your peers. And it's the same in the workplace, isn't it? You don't always go on a course to learn something. You learn from somebody that you're sitting next to. Yeah, you do. And learning is lifelong. And that's why we are constantly researching and learning because it develops yourself and it keeps you up to date. But again, it keeps us authentic. And O is for outcome. Now, everything we do, we do with a purpose, which is an outcome. So an outcome of a goal is achieving the goal. But an outcome of one of our workshops is we want somebody to take a particular tool away. For example, in this podcast, 
we want people to take a tool away, which is wires for your life yeah. and to lose the CWS celebrity worship syndrome a little. Or mad icon disease, which I think is actually easier to say. That really tickled me earlier. I forgot it was called mad icon disease until we read it in the book again. <laughs> now, going back to that topic of CWS or mad icon disease, there's a really great saying that sums that up, and it's live in your world, not the world. Now, living in the world, which is massively influenced by media, popular culture, celebrities, glossy magazines, and all of those things that we see in the media can really, really unhealthily lead to self-comparison. So you see a picture of, say, an airbrushed model, for instance, who obviously doesn't look like that in real life, but they've been airbrushed by photo enhancing, then leads the person to look at that person and think, oh, I need to have a nose like that, have eyes like that, have hair like like that, or dress like that and be that shape of person. And I guess what it comes down to is you need to be accepting of the person who you are and looking at your qualities again. Yeah, absolutely. Being able to accept yourself for who you are is a great way forward to get inner peace because whilst you're comparing yourself to everybody else in this world, you're never going to get that, are you? So when you're looking at somebody and thinking, oh, they've got nicer hair than me or they're prettier than me, they're taller than me, (laughs) that's not going to help. So being able to accept yourself for who you are and what your values are is absolutely key. I've got a little story I can share from the weekend about self-comparison. One of them is they're faster than me at running. <laughs> now, I did Everybody's a... faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're not. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about this now. So my little story, I did the dirt run at the weekend, which is a very muddy run at Urchester Country Park in Northamptonshire. Beautiful run done it many times before and went off at the start line had a really good run I was actually a couple of minutes quicker than last year and at the end two of my running club buddies my good mate Nick and Adam came over and went man you were flying today you were so quick and I instantly responded and went oh yeah but I couldn't keep up with Tony and James and these guys are much quicker than me and absolutely smashed their time today in fact I think Tony won his age category so the self-comparison came straight in there with, number one, oh, what time did I do last year? Number two, oh, well, somebody else was better than me. And the humbleness came out. Aww. And then when I came home and told you about it, I said, you know what? I'm really, really pleased. I had such a good run today. And I had to quickly bring into acceptance of mm. it wasn't my fastest run there, but it was my best that day. I enjoyed it. I got something from it. And it just worked. It was really, really valuable. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. And then something that you're sort of touching on, which is another key skill to be able to have that acceptance, is our ability to be grateful. So that's what you're saying. You were grateful to be able to get out there and have that run. And amazing that you actually did it quicker than you did the last time. But that's not the whole gratitude of it all. It's just that ability to be able to do it, isn't it? It is. And being outside in nature and having a great experience, that went in my daily gratitude before I went to bed that night. That's lovely because, you know, we don't always notice the positives in our lives and certainly not the positives about ourselves, do we? We've been saying all along, it's so much easier to say something negative about ourselves like, well, don't really like my legs, (laughs) don't like the colour of my eyes, whatever. That's so much easier to say 
than to say, do you know, I'm so grateful that I was able to go out and go for that run today. I was so grateful that I managed to go for that lovely long walk this afternoon and take in those great big gasps of beautiful air. Now, singer John Legend sang a song called All of Me. And one of my favourite lines from that song is where he talks about all her perfect imperfections. Oh, it's so cute. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. And that always leads me to thinking of the world and the world isn't meant to be perfect, no matter how much the media tells us and pushes this idealistic picture into our face. We need to focus on the perfect imperfections of the world. It's quite an ironic statement, that, isn't <laughs> it? it? Is, I love irony. But it's, it's really good. And yeah, pay attention to the things that we're good at and things that are good about you and your values and stay good to them. And remember to be you as everyone else is taken. What a lovely phrase. Be yourself, everyone else is taken. <laughs> it's true. That is also beautiful. <laughs> so that brings us nicely to the end of this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Take away all the best bits and use those tools in your life. If you would like to find out more, you can go to our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. TikTok. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and find us on LinkedIn. And we look forward to catching you next week. See you soon. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.